Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me for a new episode of Healing Your Own Pain. Today's podcast is called Your Body Is Your Biography. My name is Greg. I'm an expert-level MFR therapist and owner of Glen Ellen Myofascial Release, an in-person and online treatment center for pain relief, injury rehabilitation, and physical and emotional healing. Your body is a map. On it, in it, is the history of everything that's happened to you, what you've done, even what you've thought. It's now widely known that childhood trauma, including the four major abuses, physical, sexual, emotional, verbal, and neglect, can leave withering and lasting scars that profoundly affect a child's feeling of safety and self-worth. It can weaken the immune system, leaving a child more susceptible to disease and addictive behaviors as an adult. At some level, all of us, to varying degrees, have suffered from some level of trauma. Not just the big T, overt, physical, sexual, verbal abuse trauma, but the small T, feelings of being unwanted, neglected, constantly criticized or bullied at school or on social media, medical procedures, being exposed to catastrophes like wildfires, tornadoes, parental divorce or death, living in a stressful home with an alcoholic or constantly arguing parent. All of these can lead to feelings of fear, anxiety, and panic in children. They often mimic a parent's condition. In my own case, My father had a heart attack serving in the military in Japan, and though a healthy child of seven, I developed a heart ailment that caused me to spend a month in the same hospital at the same time as my dad. Not knowing anything was wrong with me, I thought I was being punished, isolated from the family. And in surgery, these giant figures in white came at me with a black mask to cover my face. I screamed, feeling I was being choked to death. A common response when ether was still being used as an anesthetic. Afterwards, I couldn't trust anyone, not my parents, even my own body anymore. I must have done something wrong. There must be something wrong with me. I regressed, started bedwetting, having nightmares, thumb sucking. I tried not to sleep, not knowing what they'd do to me. I started obsessive behaviors that lasted into adulthood. According to Dr. Gabor Mate, a well-known Canadian trauma specialist who's worked with chronic pain, addiction, and cancer sufferers, all addiction and most diseases are caused by early childhood trauma. When you were powerless to get what you needed, you did what you could to soothe your suffering. And it was the exact, maybe only choice open to you at the time. And it worked because you survived. So what does the body actually do in response to trauma? Well, the brain, sensing danger, secretes hormones, cortisol and adrenaline, tensing muscles, preparing for that fight or flight. Uh, But less well-known and probably more common is the freeze response. The freeze response is basically that, frozen energy. All the energy to flee or fight is still present, but it's being held tightly frozen in the body. 
In the animal world, this response can be seen in a prey animal who suddenly drops to the ground as though being shot while being chased by its predator. It's an instinctual response to an overwhelming danger. And this act can sometimes save the animal from being killed. If it survives and escapes, it instinctually runs, shakes, hyperventilates to discharge the pent-up energy. Then the animal trots away as though nothing happened, having completely discharged the stored energy. There's no residual left in the body, so the body has no memory of it. Okay, so how do we humans respond to similar dangers? Well, infants have no problem releasing the effects of trauma. That full-throated wailing and uncontrolled shaking are common in infants. But beginning in toddlerhood, our instinctual responses begin to get buried through conditioning, like physical or verbal punishments, threats, timeouts, privileges removed. And then we're sent as pre-adolescent children to school uh, where our natural instincts are curtailed further, teaching us to sit at a desk at, for six hours in a row. It's said that Tom Sawyer would be on Ritalin today for ADHD. In other words, we now treat childhood as a disease. Remember, for example, what happened if you showed anger to your parents when you were young? Most likely it wasn't permitted. Don't talk to your father that way. Go to your room and think about what you've done. Another word out of you and I'll really give you a, a reason to cry. What you learned was that your survival meant you had to bury your body's natural instincts or response to upset, to boundary cross, or being mistreated. Or maybe you were not physically or sexually abused, but there was this constant low level of criticism. Why can't you be more like your sister? Hurry up, you're making mommy angry. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. In the first case, you learned to bury your instincts to survive. In the second, you got the message that there was something wrong with you. A common defense, starting as children, is to dissociate or actually leave the body by becoming numb to that constant verbal or physical abuse. Or maybe you witnessed your parents' angry arguments. Maybe one was an alcoholic. It can be deeply traumatic to know and feel that the ground you stand on isn't safe. Your body's secreting that fight-flight hormones, muscles tensing, ready to run, but there's nowhere to go, and there's no peace. Living in that constant state of arousal frozen in the body, in your body's tissues, begins to have a cost. What's now known as there are two common responses to even mild, unpredictable, traumatic stress. The first is addictive, self-soothing behavior that can last a lifetime. The second is the onset of adult diseases, decades after the traumatizing event. Most prevalent are the autoimmune diseases, rheumatoid arthritis, diabetes, MS, just to name a few. What they have in common is, is the body attacking itself. That's what autoimmune is. Literally playing out the message that you were told. There is something wrong with you. Though we forget all the various physical and emotional traumas we sustained in our lives, 
The body does not. That energy is still frozen in our body's tissue. Called tissue or somatic memory, these events get lodged in the fascial network and left untreated, they begin to get louder and louder to get our attention. A body locked in fight, flight, or freeze response cannot relax. That parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest-digest response, it just never kicks in. In addition, anxiety and depression become commonplace and constant. So today, 20% of all Americans, 65 million people, are now taking mental health meds with a 20% rise since the pandemic, pandemic began two years ago. And medical professionals know that these drugs don't cure the depression. They are just managing the symptoms. So how do we come back from early childhood adversity or trauma? Well, today we know more that the uh, mind-body connection is understood and scientifically proven. There are a variety of modalities that help beyond talk therapy, mindfulness meditation, yoga, tai chi, art therapy, writing, somatic trauma release therapy. Remember, trauma happens to the body. And until the body releases that frozen energy in the tissues, it will continue to cause physical and emotional stress and damage. That's why somatic or body-centered therapy is so important to complete the healing process. In MFR, we often encounter patients who, finally feeling their physical pain, can now release the emotional pain that's not only locked inside the body tissue, but that they were unaware that they've been holding all this time. I've taught and practiced yoga and Tai Chi meditations for many years, and they were wonderful, and are. But they were not, for me, as effective as a release I've gotten through MFR therapy. Now, you may not have this kind of relief at first, but what you will get at first is a newfound freedom from pain relief and better use of the body parts that you thought were lost to you as a part of aging. What I found in myself and my clients is that when I feel good in the body, I feel better about me, about you, and about the world around me. And that, to me, is the engine of healing. The belief, the knowing that I'm getting better. I feel more hope, and I feel more alive. If you want more information, or if I can help you in your recovery or answer any questions, please contact me at my website, by email, or by phone. And as always, my friends, I wish well in your healing journey.